Yahuwah bless you all, my beloved brethren, and praises be once again to our loving Abba on this day of Sabbath that we are able to once again worship and honor Him. My beloved brethren, brothers and sisters in the faith, as we continue on in our lesson of the Ten Commandments, or the laws of Yahuwah given to Moses for the people of ancient Israel to follow and to establish the covenant Yahuwah made with them, we come to our fifth commandment. To honor your father and your mother appears often in the Bible. And as followers of Yahusha and children of God, it is important for us to follow this commandment of our loving Allahim. When we honor our parents, not only do we bring happiness to them, but we also become better, happier people ourselves. And vice versa, as parents listening today in our worship service, when we sincerely and consistently honor and respect our children, we will have the joy and blessings of being loved, honored, and respected by them. But what does the Bible say about the fifth commandment? And to be precise, what is the fifth commandment, beloved brethren? Here again, to remind us, we will read the book of Exodus, chapter 20, and the verse is 12. Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land Yahuwah, your God, is giving you. Now, what is the fifth commandment? It is to honor your father and your mother. This fifth commandment of Yahuwah, as you can see, brethren, comes with a promise. The promise of long life with many blessings. Brethren, take heart of this commandment of our loving Father in heaven, especially the young ones. The key of having a long and prosperous life is to take heart to the fifth commandment of Yahuwah, brethren, which is to honor our father and our mother. One of the foundations for a family to thrive and to live in harmony and peace is to obey this commandment of our loving Father in heaven. As long as our parents live, as long as our parents live, brethren, no matter how old they may get, this commandment of Yahuwah will always apply and we should always obey. Now, what is one way we can honor our father and our mother? Here, let us continue in the book of Proverbs, chapters 23, and the verse is 22. Listen to your father. Without him, you would not exist. When your mother is old, show her your appreciation. What is an example of how we can honor our father and our mother, beloved brethren? By listening and appreciating them. Why? Why should we listen and appreciate our parents? Well, one, they have what? Experience in life already. So they have wisdom. They love you and want you to succeed, beloved brethren. Let's not forget that. But most important of all, it is whose will? Yahuwah Abba, our almighty father. Let us not get influenced by the customs or the ways of this world, beloved brethren. Because why? Nowadays, if you watch TV shows or commercials on TV, most of the time, parents are, are portrayed as what? Foolish, incompetent, just being funny, not even wise at all, beloved brethren. So this portrayal of parents, the children of this world, believes 
and ends up disrespecting who? Their parents. But as children, as children of Yahuwah, this must not be so, but rather we must always honor and respect our parents. So how, how else can we show honor to our father and our mother? Let us continue in our lesson by reading the book of Proverbs 23, verses 24 and 25. A righteous person's parents have good reason to be happy. You can take pride in a wise child. Let your father and mother be proud of you. Give your mother that happiness. How else can we show honor to our father and our mother? Giving them reasons to be happy and proud of us. How can we do that? Don't waste our life on silly things, especially things that doesn't advance us in life, beloved brethren. Instead, the Bible says, let us be wise so that we may be, be successful in life, making our parents proud of us. Brethren, especially the young ones listening today, think about it. When? When did we ever make our parents happy and proud of us? Isn't it when we did something good? For example, when we, get, when we got good grades from school and we showed it to them, didn't they, say how, didn't they tell us how proud they were to us? Or we did well in sports? Or we got our first job? Beloved brethren, right? Or we came home to the time that we said we were going to come home. But what must we do? Surely, brethren, what must we do that will surely bring parents that will bring parents joy and happiness. Living a righteous way of life and having the reverent fear to our almighty God. That is the best thing that we could ever do, beloved brethren, to make our parents proud of us. Being faithful members of the assembly of Yahusha, obeying all the teachings and commands of Yahuwah Abba. Beloved brethren, we are indeed fortunate because we are now, we have been given these blessings to belong to the assembly. From where we came from, we are now being led, truthfully given the knowledge and being led by Yahusha, our King and our Lord. So please always be aware of that. Continue to remain faithful. Now, what is the warning against those who disrespect their father and mother? Here, the book of Matthew, chapter 15, the verse is 47. For instance, God says, honor your father and your mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, Sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you say they don't need to honor their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote. What is, on the other hand, what is the warning against those who disrespect their father and their mother? Yahusha says, they have to be put to death. Now, our king here, beloved brother, was stating the law back then in the Old Testament, which tells us what? 
the seriousness of this law when it comes to disrespecting our parents. For they do not receive the favor of our Lord and our King, Yahusha. And so they will ultimately bring themselves to judgment. And ultimately, Yahusha will decide their faith. What is one act of disrespect? You probably heard this already before, beloved brethren. And it says here on the passage, using religion as a reason not to help parents. What does Yahusha call them? Hypocrites. Brethren. And I say this to you once again, no one, no one on this earth should ever tell us to stop talking or seeing our parents because of religion. Yahuwah, Abba, will not contradict himself. He made this fifth commandment for a reason, beloved brethren. And now he will give us religion itself not to obey it? Of course not. This is important to us, beloved brethren. And you know what, brethren? I will share with you a story for the greatest disrespect I've ever known. We all know where we came from, what religion we all came from, beloved brother. And I know this brother. We were there together and we also left at the same time or was removed from the synagogue at the same time. Unfortunately, he passed away during the height of COVID. And at the viewing, at the funeral, everyone was asking, where are the children? For the children were still inside. Our, uh, our old uh, religion. So finally, we were told that they were not able to come because they were not giving, given permission to attend. Do you believe that, brethren? The religious leaders? did not give the children permission to go to their own father's funeral? That is such a disrespect, beloved brethren. Instead of it is too, as the mom now is by herself, instead of them comforting her, they told the mom, mom, if you don't come back to our religion, we will never talk to you again. Could you imagine that? And this was permitted by the religious leaders. If we were to continue what our King Yerusha says in this chapter, in verse 8 and 9, he says, these people, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. As parents, beloved brethren, we want children who will honor us and not ruin us. But on the other hand, what is the responsibility of parents so that children will grow up with God's blessings? Here, once again, book of Ephesians chapter 6, the verse is 4. Parents, do not treat your children in such a way as to make them angry. Instead, raise them with Christian discipline and instruction. What is the responsibility of parents so that children grow up with God's blessings? Raise our children with Christian discipline, beloved brethren. Our children need to be praised, not to be put down. Set them up to succeed, not to fail. How can we set them up to succeed? Do not treat them in such a way to make them angry. We have to know our children's personality and work with that, beloved brethren. How else can we set them up to succeed? Christian discipline and instructions. We have to teach religion 
at home. Teach and model values for them to live by, beloved brethren. Be a good role model for our children, parents. And what does that include? Love that comes from Yahusha. As parent myself, this, this is indeed a very great challenge for us to face, is it not? Of course. Especially now, in our time of age we live in, where more and more beliefs are, and lifestyle in society are being accepted now as the norm. They call it cancel culture, where those that are against teachings of Yahusha are now being accepted. Commandments of our loving Yahuwah are no longer accepted. Instead, those that are against it are being what? Accepted. That is why, brethren, we must be resilient in being faithful members of the assembly. Don't be conformed. Don't ever be conformed with the customary of this world, even if everyone is doing it. We are guided by the principles and rules by our King and Savior, Yahusha. Now, how does the Bible reveal the importance of honoring our father and mother? Here, again, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, the verse and 2 to 3. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. How does the Bible reveal the importance of honoring our father and our mother? The first commandment, this commandment, beloved brethren, is the first with a promise. Now think about that for a minute. Yahuwah made this commandment with a promise. So don't you think this commandment is important to him for us to follow? Of course. And what is that promise? Long life and things will go well with us. So to all of us, beloved brethren, especially to the young members listening today, if we want to succeed in life, put to heart this fifth commandment of Yahuwah Abba. This is the best way to live our life by. Love Yahuwah, beloved brethren. Love Yahuwah and Yahuwah only with all our hearts, soul, and mind. And always, always honor our father and our mother. Our lesson will now be continued by our brother. A blessed Sabbath day to everyone. Praises be to our loving Father that we are able to study the Ten Commandments. Of course, today we're studying commandment number five, which is to honor father and mother. This commandment is very special to Yahuwah Elohim. Because this commandment is unique in that it is the first commandment with a promise added. You know, you can tell how special a command is to Yahuwah because he attaches a punishment for those who disobey and a great blessing for those who obey. That blessing is that not only will they live long in the land, they will prosper in the land. That is a great blessing from Yahuwah. A promise he attaches to those who honor father and mother. And so we can be certain of this, regardless of the faith of our father and mother. So long as they do not enforce a wrong faith or a wrong act 
which is against the will of God, if we are to honor our father and mother, Yahuwah from above will take notice of this, and he will be surely pleased, and he will bless us even in this life. And so how can we properly honor father and mother? Who are those, or who are those, who were dedicated in honoring father and mother? Let's look at the book of Jeremiah, 35, 3 down to 5. So I took the entire Rechabite clan, Jaazaniah, the son of another Jeremiah, who was Habazinyah's son, and all his brothers and sons, and brought them to the temple. Then I placed cups and bowls full of wine before the Rechabites, and I said to them, have some wine. What we read to you was about a clan, the Rechabite clan. Now, who were the Rechabites? Not much is known about them. But what we know is that they were an insignificant small clan that resided in Israel. They rejected Baal worship, and they were worshipers of Yahuwah. Although they did not belong to the Hebrew tribes, they did not have the blood of Abraham because they were descendant of Moses's uh, father-in-law. Do you remember who, the, who he was? Jethro. And so they were related to Jethro, not to Moses, not to Abraham. Nevertheless, although they were an insignificant clan, a tribe of nomads that wandered throughout Israel, what did Yahuwah instruct Jeremiah to do? He said to Jeremiah, I want you to bring every single one of the Rechabites into the temple. And so Yahuwah is up to something. Jeremiah must have been perplexed. Why does Yahuwah want to bring every single one of the Rechabites into the temple? Because after all, they were not Hebrew. And what also did Yahuwah say to Jeremiah when they arrive at the temple? Set up wine before the Rechabites. And so this is what Jeremiah did. He brought the Rechabite clan into the temple, and then he offered them wine to drink. He said to them, have some wine. What was the response of the Rechabites when they were offered wine? Let's read what it says. Jeremiah 35, 6 to 10. But they said, we will drink no wine. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father commanded us, saying, you shall drink no wine, you nor your sons forever. You shall not build a house, sow seed, plant a vineyard, nor have any of these. But all your days you shall dwell in tents, that you may live many days in the land where you are sojourners. Thus we have obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he charged us, to drink no wine all our days, we, our wives, our sons, or our daughters, nor to build ourselves houses to dwell in, nor do we have vineyard, field, or seed. But we have dwelt in tents and have obeyed and done according to all that Jonadab, our father, commanded us. And so when the Rechabites were offered wine, all that they can drink without getting drunk, what did the Rechabites say to Jeremiah? They said in unison, all of them were perfectly one. They said with conviction, we will drink no wine. Question, does Yahuwah prohibit his people from drinking wine? What is the answer? No. 
it was customary to drink wine, especially during days of celebrations. When they were meeting together to celebrate a feast, they would also have wine. It was a way of rejoicing in Yahuwah. So it was not forbidden to drink wine. What was forbidden by Yahuwah? What is forbidden is to get drunk with wine. But to celebrate with wine is not against the will of Yahuwah Allahim. However, when the Rechabites were offered to drink wine with conviction, they said no. Why did they say no to drinking wine? That's because they made a commitment to obey the wish, the command, the instruction of their father. Who was that? Jonadab. Jonadab instructed his children together with their wives and sons and daughters not to drink wine and not to build houses, not to, not to plant vineyards. Instead, they are to dwell in what? In tents. Jonadab wanted his descendants to live a simple life of worship, to be dedicated to Yahuwah. Take note, they were not Hebrew, but they had a love for Yahuwah. And Jonadab, who was the, the parent who gave this instruction, passed it along from one generation to the next. And so they were going against the norm. What was the norm? Build a house. What was the norm? Drink wine. What was the norm? Plant vineyards. But they went against the norm. Why? Because of their dedication to honor their father and mother. How great was their dedication? The Bible says that the whole Rechabite clan followed it. So father and mother taught their children, their sons and daughters. When they got married and had their own kids, it was passed on. Because the entire Rechabite clan, they obeyed, they honored with great dedication their father and their mother. Now, who took notice of this? Who observed this? And because of this, what happened to them? Let's read Jeremiah 35, 13 and 14. Thus says Yahuwah of hosts, the God of Israel, go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, will you not receive instruction to obey my words, says Yahuwah? The words of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, which he commanded his sons, do not drink wine or perform. For to this day, they drink none and obey their father's commandment. But although I have spoken to you, rising early and speaking, you did not obey me. Now we understand why Yahuwah instructed Jeremiah to bring the Rechabite clan inside the temple. Yahuwah was going to teach them a lesson. What is this lesson about? The dedication that should be seen in us in obeying Yahuwah, who is our ultimate father. You notice what Yahuwah said to Jeremiah? Tell the people of Judah about this Rechabite clan. Ever since Jonadab, their father, instructed them do not drink wine, to this very day, they do not drink wine. They were obedient to the command of their father. And so Yahuwah told Jeremiah, why can't Judah, why can't my people obey me like the Rechabites obeyed their father, Jonadab? In other words, Yahuwah noticed this band of nomads, this group of 
nobodies because when you consider what they have, they have no house. They have no vineyard. They don't drink wine. They live a simple life. And so according to the standards of the world, they were nothing. But Yahuwah noticed their dedication. What dedication was that? Their obedience to the command of their father and mother. Because it was not against the will of Yahuwah Abba. And so what did Yahuwah do for the Rechabites? Let's read the book of Jeremiah 35. And the verses are 18 down to 19. This is what the Bible teaches us. And Jeremiah said to the house of the Rechabites, Thus says Yahuwah of hosts, the God of Israel, because you have obeyed the commandment of Jonadab your father and kept all his precepts and done according to all that he commanded you. Therefore, thus Yahuwah of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab the son of Rechab, shall not lack a man to stand before me forever. And so what did Yahuwah say to the Rechabites? Yahuwah says to them, because you have obeyed the commandments of Jonadab, your father. Take note, the commandments of Jonadab, your father, it was not a commandment of God, right? But it was according to the will of God. Jonadab was not giving them the instruction to do something against the will of Abba. It was a commandment that, come from, that comes from Jonadab himself. Do not plant a vineyard. Do not drink wine. Do not build the house. Live and dwell in tents. That was the commandment of Jonadab. You notice what Yahuwah said? Because you, the Rechabites, kept all of his precepts and then according to all that he commanded you. Jonadab, what did Yahuwah say? He said, Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall not lack a man to stand before me forever. What a wonderful promise. To the Rechabites. You know how this was fulfilled? Time came when the people of Israel were besieged. And they were taken to captivity. Enslaved by the Assyrians in 722 BC. And it's a good thing that the Rechabites, they were living in tents. And so they were very mobile. They were able to escape the clutches of the Assyrians. And they dwelled in Jerusalem. Eventually... What did Nebuchadnezzar do? 586 BC, the Babylonians enslaved Judah. And so the people of Judah, the people of Israel, they were enslaved in foreign lands. But do you know who remained standing? There in the land of Israel? The Rechabites. Yahuwah fulfilled his promise. Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall not lack a man to stand before me forever. So they stood in Israel, worshiping Yahuwah, while the people of Israel and Judah were enslaved in captivity in foreign lands. You see, Yahuwah fulfilled his promise. Do you remember the promise of Yahuwah? For those who honor father and mother, Yahuwah says, I will bless you with long life, and you will prosper in the land where you are to dwell. Brothers and sisters, this is a perfect example of Yahuwah showing to us that the commandment to honor father and mother is special to him. It's special to him not only during the Old Testament, but even during our time. Do you know why? 
this commandment is so special to him because Yahuwah is also our father. Yahuwah, Allahim, who created all things, considers us his sons and his daughters. Yahuwah knows what it's like to have rebellious children. Look at what happened to Adam and Eve. Yahuwah was the perfect parent, but even then, what happened to his first sons and daughters? Uh, Adam and Eve, we know what happened. Yahuwah knows. And so Yahuwah wants to bless those who honor your father and mother. So brothers and sisters in the faith, let us take heed of this, especially since as human beings, we know our lifespan is limited. When you get to become 60, you begin to feel a lot of pain in your body, maybe even 50, right? You begin to get wrinkled and your systems begin to slow down and you begin to feel weaker and weaker. Our life is limited here on earth. And so if there are children who are here and their parents are getting older and older, why not make sure that you spend every possible time? Why not make sure that you create the opportunities to be with them, to continue to appreciate them, to show your gratefulness to them, your thankfulness to them, because they have sacrificed much. Parents are not perfect. We all make mistakes. We're human beings too. But the one thing that cannot be questioned is the love that a parent has for their child. No matter what the child does, there'll be times when they will do things that will anger the parent. But an angry parent doesn't mean the love is lost. The love is gone. The love is still there. Perhaps, yes, they might say a few things that you do not want to hear. But you cannot question the love that a parent has. That we have for you, our sons and daughters. One day, you two will become a parent. And you will realize what that means. Father Abba, Yahuwah, he wants us to understand that this command to honor father and mother, when we fulfill this command, it means so much to him. As a matter of fact, the story of the Rechabites tell us Yahuwah is looking throughout the earth. He's looking for children who will honor their father and mother with dedication, and he's ready to give them that blessing, just like the Rechabites. They were not Hebrew, but Yahuwah noticed what they did. Yahuwah is looking across the earth. He's looking to bless and reward those who honor their father and their mother. And so what should we aspire for as people of Allahim? Let's read the book of Psalms 128, 1-4. Happier those who obey Yahuwah, who live by his commands, your work will provide for your needs. You will be happy and prosperous. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine in your home, and your children will be like young olive trees around your table. A man who obeys Yahuwah will surely be blessed like this. What should we aspire to do? As people, children of our loving Elohim, Yahuwah, let us strive to obey his commandments. This is why we are taking the time 
to understand, to learn the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah because that is the best source of guidance that we have in our life here on earth so that we can prosper. Yahuwah has given us these commands because he will use them as a way to bless us. We will be blessed in this life. The one thing Yahuwah wants is for every family, every home to live their life with joy together with father and mother, sons and daughters. They will receive the great joy that Yahuwah intends for them. But what is the key to that happiness, that lasting happiness? Brothers and sisters, the fifth commandment is a key because the fifth commandment is special to our father Yahuwah. When we honor father and mother, we build that foundation of a happy family life that will not be destroyed by the stresses in this life. As a matter of fact, the people of Allahim who honor father and mother, they live in joy together. It doesn't matter what happens in the outside world, within the home. The more stress there is from the outside world, the more trials they may experience, the stronger they become as a unit, as a whole, as a family. This is what Yahuwah wants from each one of us, members of the assembly of Yahusha who are here. If your parents are still alive, tell them that you love them. Create opportunities to spend time with them, to honor them, to obey them, and to love them. We who are parents speaking to you, our sons and daughters, you know, ever since you arrived in our life. And this, I believe, is true for, for all parents. When that son is born, that daughter is born, the mother, the father, you know what goes in our minds? We have all these dreams for you. We think about what you're going to do, what you're going to become. We're so willing and ready to sacrifice whatever to provide for you. And so sometimes when you're growing up, we make these promises, son, daughter, I will give you this. I will do this for you. That's the heart speaking. But you know, as parents, we're very limited in our resources. There may be times when we have promised something, but we were not able to deliver. It doesn't mean we didn't try. We tried our best. Parents who are here, children who are here, understand the bond, the bond of love between a parent and a child is very powerful. It's very strong. Yes, we parents are not perfect. We may not always be able to give you what you need, but the love is always going to be there. Brothers and sisters, let us honor our father and mother. Remember what they have gone through. Remember what they have endured, what they had to sacrifice to raise you. Do not forsake that. Do not ever forget that. They did all of that because they love you just as the father has loved us yes our human fathers and human mothers are not perfect but they love us with all of their heart which is why they teach us our faith to show our respect and honor for our father and mother let us embrace this faith this faith that will bring us to the arms of abba our father in heaven and so brethren let it be our hope let it be our faith. Let it be seen in our works. 
that we, although we may be separated in distance, we may be separated in time, one day we will be together forevermore to be with Abba Yahuwah, together with our loved ones, our father, our mother, our children, to be with Abba forevermore. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, most holy Yahuwah, Allahim in heaven, you are so good and kind. You have given us commands not to oppress us in any way, but to liberate us, that we can sense, that we can feel, receive the joy that is attached when obeying your commandments. But Father, we obey these commands first and foremost because we want to express our love for you. You, loving Abba, mean everything to us. You have always been there. You saw our tears and wiped them dry. You heard our sighs and even our cries, the groans of our heart. You know life is difficult here on earth. From heaven above, you watch us carefully. You look at the details of our life and you wonderfully, behind the scenes, orchestrate the events in our life and cause them to work together for good. You love us that much. You are our father. You are our Abba. And so when you give us this command to honor father and mother, we will obey. It's not difficult to obey this command, especially when we consider what our parents have done for us, the love that they have shown over the years, what they continue to do. Perhaps they might not always say often how much they love us, but we know if we are to read their minds and their hearts, they're always thinking of us. The truth is parents cannot be perfectly happy unless their children are also happy. And so they're willing to sacrifice whatever needs to be sacrificed for the sake of their children. Father, loving Abba, we who are children, our parents still alive, we ask you now, bless our father and our mother. In their old age, remember them. Give them health and strength. Bless them with strong faith. May you provide for all of their needs during times in their life when they feel alone, feel lonely. May you surround them with your presence. May you give them peace in their heart that they may know they are loved, that they may know that they are never alone. Please, Father, heal them if they are sick. Give them longer life. If it's not against your will, may we receive salvation together to see your son, Yahushua, appear in the sky and we together with them go to the clouds to meet with him. Our loving father, bless the children who are here. Help us to receive the faith that we have to enrich our faith to live according to your commandments and to be faithful and loyal to you, our everlasting Father, our Abba in heaven. Bless our children, Father, that they will not be influenced by this world. The world 
communicates the message. The parents are no longer relevant. The children who are here, teach them to be different, to be holy, to be set apart. But no matter how old they may be, so long as their parents are alive, we will honor them, take care of them in their old age and be instruments to give them happiness. Bless our children, Father, that they will have a bright future to live long in the land, to prosper in all that they do. This is what we wish for them. This is also what you want. May it be so, loving Abba, our King Yahushua. We pray to you at this moment. You are in our midst, for we feel your abiding presence. You know what we go through day by day. You know what we have to endure. Loving King, our Master and Shepherd, attend to our wounds. He lies completely of any sicknesses we may have. Strengthen, please, our faith and teach us to remember and to obey the commandments of our dear Father. Father, thank you so much for listening to our prayers, for blessing every family here. If there be anyone amongst us who may have a relationship that has been distressed for various reasons, give us the opportunity. You are the redeemer of all things. Father, by your grace, may you bless every relationship that it will grow, that it will continue to thrive by your mercy and love. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers, for we ask and beg all things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us. And the constant companionship of the Ruach Kadash be with all of us now and forevermore. Amen.